Ho, ho, ho. How's it going, everybody? Welcome back to Peakton College. We got uh, myself, David Wood, and we got uh, my good buddy Craig Nielsen back. Um, episode 19, 19. Craig promised the, the fans that we would get 20 episodes in before the year strikes 2023. So, Craig, how are you feeling about that promise uh, going into episode 19 here? I'm, I'm feeling pretty good about that promise. I'm feeling even better about your opening there, though. That was nice, David. Yeah, thanks. So it's officially December. It's December 5th. It's a big, uh, the Christmas vibes are just extremely high right now. You know, Craig and I both big Christmas guys. We're, we're looking forward to uh, to the season of giving. Um, you know, it's it's T minus 20 days until the big day um, where the man in the red suit comes down everybody's chimney. So we're looking forward to uh, Christmas, not only with Santa Claus, but with our families. Right, Craig? Yeah, I'm, I'm pumped. I don't know. The holiday season is just a fun time. Work. Everyone has a few days off. Everyone drinks a little bit with their family and their friends. You can't complain. There's at what lights point, everywhere. At what point in your life did uh, did the holidays turn into a time when you could drink around the family? I didn't really drink much with my family. I think I don't think I drank with. My, I think I maybe drank with my family once pre twenty one. So like really like post twenty one. Yeah, I was so, the same way. I, like, I don't think I ever did before I was 21. And yeah. then, like, it's probably only been the last, like, few years because one year, last year I was with, we were with Jackie's family. And then the year before that, uh, we were with my family, I think. And the year before that, I had surgery. So I was, like, on crutches <laughs> and I was, like, on oxycodone. So I couldn't really be, like, putting the beers down, you know? So, yeah, you're having a, a different kind of fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'm looking forward to, you know, a year of, of no oxycodones and just strictly Bud Lights. Well, I was going to ask, do you have a Christmas cocktail or you just still, like, you know? You know, I think, beer on, on, I think beer on Christmas is a good uh, good idea just because, you know, you never want to get, like, too hammered on Christmas around the family. You don't want to, like go straight whiskey or, or straight, you know, vodka mixed drinks. And then next thing you know, you're blacked down on Christmas night. So, um, <laughs> my brother is a first, first team all American at blacking out on big holiday events. So <laughs> you know, that. that, that guy, that guy's, uh, somebody to look up to in those kind of moments. And is he sick with beer? Does he, does he, uh, switch the cocktails or, you know, you know, he's a big wine guy on uh, on family gatherings and, and holidays. He likes getting real, real messed up off wine. So I don't know what, what's your go-to drink on the holiday season? I don't know. I, I I feel like I like it all. I I definitely like a Christmas Christmas cocktail, but I don't like drinking too many cocktails. Right? You know, it's too much sugar sometimes. So I'd say like specifically on Christmas, probably wine. But other than that, like you know, day before Christmas, I'm, I'm probably drinking beer. What kind of Christmas cocktails are we talking? I don't know. There's like fun like Christmas margs. You know, you throw in some cranberries, that kind of stuff. You got um you can make mulled wine that's always a fun time i guess it's kind of a wine cocktail you got what the hell is, is mold wine it's like you, you it's like a red wine and then like you maybe throw in some brandy throwing some some fruit and then um i don't know if you throw in other stuff some cinnamon and then you like heat it up so it's like warm oh it's like cozy around the campfire kind of stuff that sounds uh sounds brutal on the acid reflux if I got to be honest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think it's, it's uh, good you know, it's it's warm though. People that are are still listening, you know, about we're about 2 minutes in, so you know, hopefully people are still listening, but if you still are, throw in the comments if you have a good Christmas cocktail or good holiday cocktail cuz I'm always looking for some inspiration. Uh my my current go-to one, you know, obviously you can always go with like a vodka cranberry, but uh my go-to is you take uh you know like a Moscow mule mug, throw some ice in there. 
you throw a shot or two of a uh, crown apple and then you do like a shot or two of cranberry juice and I was ginger just gonna beer. S- and a little, I was just uh, going to say <laughs> cranberry apple meal. It's a great holiday drink. Sophie and I made, we, we basically did the same, but we did it with just vodka and then cran apple juice instead of <laughs> cranberry juice with the, the apple crown. That's okay. That was basically the same thing. That's a fire cocktail. Yeah. I've never done it with vodka. That's kind of interesting. Like, uh, okay. I mean, that's just like a typical meal, I guess. Yeah. yeah just with cran apple. So yeah. One time I, I put some actual cranberries in there as like a little garnish. That was when I was feeling real fancy, but that was a, that was a waste of a lot of cranberries. <laughs> yeah. I felt like those ocean spray guys, you know, when you're just surrounded by cranberries, I had like a hundred cranberries that I had nothing to do with. Sophia's parents made a, a cranberry cocktail over Thanksgiving and like I, I didn't know that like cranberries are just for garnish. And so I was like eating some cranberries. I was like, these are not, they do not taste good at all. No, cranberries are nasty. They're, they're so taste. bitter. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. But they're, well, they're, they're festive. Send me whatever uh Sophia's parents were making then. I okay. need some yeah. need some new ideas. So it was pretty good. Um, it was really good. Yeah. So you gotta you gotta mix it up sometimes in the in the holiday season and do some do some holiday drinks. Um, you know, what what are uh either I guess let me ask you a simple question here. Would you say you enjoy Christmas more now as an adult when you can maybe afford to buy some presents for your loved ones? You know, you can drink around the family, you can enjoy the holidays that way. Or would you say you miss how the Christmas time as a kid? Mm -hmm. I think it's kind of like a curve. Like I felt like as a kid, it was like the highlight of the year. Then I think like college time, we still were worried about like school or like finding a job. Couldn't really afford much. And so it went down and then went back up like now as an adult. So like, I don't think I'm quite to like, you know, eight year old Craig as much, but like we're, we're near in there. I mean, it's getting to the point where I, I really love Christmas again. Like, yeah, that's so good. I, that's Yeah. I'd say it's, it's peak go down. We're getting back up. So we'll see if it keeps going or not. What, what's your take? That's good to hear. No, I like to hear that. Uh, I think that's a good take that, you know, during during college season, I think the Christmas spirit kind of kind of plummets down, you know, because like you said, it's final season. Nobody can afford gifts for anybody. Like you got to think of plans to travel back home and, and plans to make, make it back to school. So uh, I think that's a good assessment. And I would say uh, kind of in the same boat. I, I loved Christmas as a kid and and everybody does really, and, unless you're Jewish. Yeah. And uh, and then now that I'm an adult and, and you, know, you can you can afford to maybe buy some gifts for for your loved ones. You can you can take some time off of work, and now every day you have off of work is a nice day, you know. And and then you spend it, you know, with family or or with a cocktail in your hand, you know, it's always a good day. Yeah, no, it's it's I don't know. I think holidays when they're fun as an adult, it's they're they're fun. So, what are the things that get you going about Christmas now as an adult? Okay, I, I will say moving to Chicago made me much more of a Christmas person. Really? Like Louisville was so? cool, but like, well, there, there wasn't like, nobody set up lights or anything. Like you'd go around and just was kind of like, you know, probably a 35 degree day, 40 degrees. So it was like, you know, warmer, which like that was great, I guess. But like, it just didn't feel the same. Like people weren't wearing like heavy winter coats and, and I don't even like the cold, but like there just wasn't, the, the city didn't feel like Christmas. Um, and so moving to Chicago now, like, think is after Thanksgiving, like every store now has holiday music, every store has a ton of Christmas lights, even, I mean, airports are decked out, stuff like that. Like it just, it just is, there's a lot more holiday spirit going around. There's yeah. like frozen ponds to skate on, you know, we're like, I don't even know if like Google had that. 
So True. Um, honestly, I'm a, I'm a sucker for some nice Christmas lights. Like what, are the, spirit. what are the vibes like uh, Christmas time in Hastings, Minnesota? I'd say good. I, I don't know, like a typical like small to medium town in, in Minnesota. Generally, yeah. like probably like snowy. Um, so there's not like any big like stores like a Macy's or anything, but like there's like, you know, small boutique shops that are, you know, I, I go to around holiday season. I would I would say uh, going off our good buddy Josh McInerney, you know, uh, Chicago is an S tier state for Christmas time. You know, I, I, yeah. I think hopefully Josh, I said that correct, but uh, I think like Chicago and New York City are, are the two best places to be around Christmas time. You know, you don't see that. That's where you see all the Christmas movies being filmed. You know, the the big city vibes, the, the Christmas lights everywhere, the huge trees that are decked out. You know, in front yeah. of the big the big city halls or shopping malls. So th- those are the kind of things I love around Christmas time. Yeah, and is this your first Christmas out? Well, I guess you're not going to be in Nebraska, but what's it like in Milwaukee? What's what's a tier? I think it's got to be like a B or B or C tier. You know, I've never okay. really gone and, and done the whole downtown Milwaukee like around Christmas time type of thing. Um, but usually they do have a couple good areas where they set up some of those lights uh, where you can go around. I think they are much more epic. I remember as a child, probably just because like you grow up and then you're like, oh, it's maybe right. not as big or like dramatic as I thought it was when I was a kid. But yeah, like we went back a couple years and, and walked around those things, and you know, it's still cool to cool to see the city like go yeah. at some of that stuff and set some things up for sure and uh i i, I feel like this is a controversial question but like what day does your mind flip to like oh it's christmas season yeah that, that's that's a good question for me actually you know a lot of people say it's right after thanksgiving whatever but to me it's got to be just december 1st i mean mm. when you flip that calendar to december it's just like a it's like the jack frost nips at your nose you know and and, and mm-hmm. uh things just change drastically so what about you I, I hate to say this, David, but I think I agree with you for the first time. <laughs> yeah. Well, you got to just find some common ground sometimes, Craig. Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> um, so you mentioned something earlier, and sorry, I blew right past you. You said you're a big Christmas lights guy. Yeah. So where did that come from? You know, what what kind of Christmas lights are you talking? Like, give me some more details there. Even to, I think just like walking down the street, like it's just fun to see them. Like it's like oh, like it's it's like holiday season. Yeah. Have you it's, ever it's, driven through like a neighborhood that's just all decked out, like their whole neighborhood's decked out? Yeah, we we would do that in Hastings. Where like, I mean, I'm sure compared to a lot of other you know big, bigger towns, there's probably more neighborhoods. But we'd always stop by like the you know the five you know most decked out houses, and we'd make a little loop out of it, and that was fun. Well, we had like a there's this place called Candy Cane Lane in, in Milwaukee, and it's like everybody that lives there is literally called Candy Cane Lane, I think. And it's like part of the HOA like contract. When if you move into a house there, you have to decorate your house. So like even people that are celebrating like Hanukkah and Kwanzaa, like they're they're going all out because people like go and pay money to like drive down the street and like see the houses decked out. So you can't really that's let so people fun. down, you know. That's like a that's like a, a Christmas movie like plot, you know. Yeah. It kind of is, yeah. Like one person in the middle is just like a Scrooge and like yeah. doesn't decorate and then you know, they get visited by the three ghosts of, of Christmas past, present, and future. So, yeah. Um, speaking of that, there's a new movie out called Spirited. Have you seen that? It's on Apple TV. Not. Do you have Apple TV? I do, yeah. So, people that, that have Apple TV, it, yeah. it's a new movie. I think it's going out in theaters, too. It's with Will Ferrell and Ryan Reynolds. And it's a, a Christmas movie. It's called Spirited. It's like a musical, too, which is a weird thing I was not expecting, but... 
it's like a uh, twist on the story of of the Christmas Carol with like the ghosts of Christmas past, present, okay. and future. So kind of interesting, you know, I'm, I'm a big guy. I'm a big Christmas movie guy. So if there's a new one that's coming out with, with pretty good actors, I'm definitely going to check it out. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll have to check that out. Yeah, I, I will. I will confess. I haven't watched a ton of Christmas movies in, in my life, so my, my, my selection is pretty small. But yeah, I don't watch many movies in general, so. Um, Honestly, I don't blame you because the time that you're going to watch Christmas movies is pretty much like such a small window, you know, and like there isn't that many Christmas movies because companies are thinking, hey, people are going to watch this like in the holidays and that's it. Like they want to expand their audience. Like so if you think of it from a marketing standpoint, not to get business savvy on you, doing like a themed movie like that really isn't that financially smart. So and and also. You know, a little bit of a teaser for uh, what we'll talk about later today at the end of the episode. But, you know, before we did this top, we're going to do top three today of Christmas movies at the end of the episode. And uh, I did a little Google search because I was like, I cannot, you know, forget about like an iconic Christmas movie that like I really love. You know, sometimes I do that. My brain just short circuits and I forget. So I looked it up and I was like, damn, there's actually not really that many like really good Christmas movies. Like there's like a select few. But I think that's also the beauty of Christmas movies is like. There is a select few, but you can just like rewatch them every single year and have no problems with it. I think that's the thing is like nobody's expecting like the best cinema with the Christmas movie. It's more about just like the feels and like yeah. I feel like most families have like even my family, like we weren't a huge movie family, but we still had a few that we watched every year. So, yeah, it's all about the feels. Um, let me ask you this, and I hope I don't spoil uh, something for later for you. But uh, would you say that Die Hard is a Christmas movie? I think that's a big like controversial question. 100% it is for sure Christmas. Movie. What? It is no, absolutely. I, I highly disagree. So there we go. We're back to disagreeing. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, we can what? get into this when we do our top three. <laughs> I, I want to hear your reasonings right here, right now about why you think it's a Christmas movie. There's Christmas music. There's Christmas lights. There's Christmas spirits. There's Chris, a Christmas party. That's what the whole movie's about. It's literally about Christmas. He buys a big old teddy bear, I think, for his daughter. What's what's more Christmas than that? Yeah, but you're nitpicking and selecting only like the five minutes of the movie that have to do with Christmas. The rest of it's just like straight murdering people. So I don't know if I would yeah, say that. Yeah, people get murdered on Christmas. Yeah, but but murdering people is not necessarily like like that new Christmas movie that's coming out. It's called like uh, Violent Night or something. You heard of that? No. So look up look up the trailer when you're when you're done with this podcast uh, because it's called Violent Night and it's about like this really rich family they're just celebrating Christmas and then these like robbers break in and they're gonna like ruin their Christmas they're gonna steal stuff from their house they're gonna rob them basically and they rob them at gunpoint well it happens to be at the same time that Santa Claus is is down their chimney ready to distribute their presents he hears you know all this ruckus going on and then the the whole movie seems like it's him like killing all the bad guys. That's awesome. That to me is not a Christmas movie because you don't sit down and like watch those movies and like feel warm and fuzzy ready for ready for Christmas. Yippee Kaye, mother. (laughs) Does it make you feel warm and fuzzy? It does, but I I don't think it would, you know, during the Christmas time. I think it would if I watched it in like June or July. Okay. Well, it makes me warm and fuzzy. So and I have a recent trauma from that movie because it was last year at Jackie's family's Christmas, and it was like I think Christmas Eve. And we were sitting there, you know, scrolling through, like, the Netflix and stuff, like, all right, we should watch a Christmas movie, but what should we watch? And uh, someone suggested Die Hard. So we turned it on. I've never watched it before. 
And like, it was a great movie, but I was just like, damn, like I'm not in the Christmas spirit at all after that. Like, I kind of just want to go really? out and like, you know, have a Nerf gun fight or something. I don't know. Yeah. It was like, just didn't put me in the Christmas vibes. Exclusive. Okay. Okay. I would say Die Hard almost ruined my 2022, 2021 Christmas. Wow. Wow. Well, it made mine, it enhanced my 2022 Christmas. So, um, I, on the same kind of tangent here are, is, are the Harry Potter movies, Christmas movies. No, some people no. think those are Harry Potter. Those hell are no. I would never okay. sit there and, and say, we need to watch a Christmas movie and turn on Harry Potter, the Goblet of Fire or whatever, that, whatever it is. Are they all based around Christmas or just like one of them, the first one? No, just like Christmas. There's a Christmas. There's probably like five to 10 minutes of Christmas scenes in every movie. Um, and I think they normally came out around Christmas. So like, that's why people associate it. But you seem like I, a I guy, agree. you seem like a guy to me as a child that you didn't really watch a whole lot of cartoons. Is that a safe assumption? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I thought so. Did you? So I was going to say, have you seen, uh, you know, my, my favorite thing growing up as a kid was when like your favorite cartoons would come up with like a Christmas episode, you know, like, uh, SpongeBob fairly odd parents you know like all those would have like uh, a christmas edition episode that was always awesome have you ever seen yeah. any of those no mm. <laughs> damn maybe, maybe this year um what about have you ever seen uh olive the other reindeer have you ever seen that movie no it's about a dog it's a cartoon it's about a dog whose name is olive and he's listening to the radio you know he's kind of like an outcast kind of like rudolph and it's like rudolph the red nose reindeer Blah 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 blah, and then it's like all of the other reindeer used to laugh and call of name, call him names, and he thought it says all of the other reindeer. So then he goes on a trip to the North Pole, you know, tries to find Santa, tries to say, "Hey, I'm Olive. I'm ready to be like your reindeer." And he's like, "Dude, you're a dog. You're useless to me." And, and basically, Olive becomes a Christmas hero. There, spoiler alert for all of the other reindeer. But that's funny. I didn't know you were such a Christmas cartoon like fanatic. I used to be, yeah, I used to be a huge Christmas cartoon fanatic, yeah. I think I'm going to have to just bring back the old memory tank and just kind of watch some of those this Christmas season because, you know, I was scrolling Netflix last night kind of bored, and I was like, I don't really have interest in in this Colts versus uh, Cowboys game. You know, it was a, it was a complete okay. blowout. I hate, yeah. like, I don't like watching the Colts. They're boring. The Cowboys are always on. So I'm, like, scrolling through Netflix. I'm like, damn, there's, like, no good movie Christmas movies on Netflix, so... I was trying to figure out like what to watch. I watched uh, the Christmas Chronicles Part Two. Have you ever seen the Christmas Chronicles? No, sir. Well, there's a Christmas Chronicles Part One, and then I saw that like a couple years ago, so I decided to watch Part Two. And uh, you know, decent movie, decent movie. I, I have to just always put into my brain that you know, David, this is not made for 25 year old adults sitting by themselves in their apartment drinking a beer. Like it's made for children trying to have a good Christmas season, like with their families. So once I like get into that mindset and just like try to be jolly, the movies are a much better experience. I'd love to see a jolly David. That'd be fun. Yeah. Cause I mean, in we the beginning, out, I, we gotta hang out some Christmas. I was, I was cussing at the TV in the beginning of the movie. That's how frustrated I was. So once I really just flipped the mindset to try to just enjoy it, it was a much better experience. That is interesting. I I'm, I'm learning a lot about you this episode. Do you guys do uh, some decorating around your apartment, you and Sophia? We have a mini Christmas tree set up. We had some gnomes last year. They got lost in the move. So um, pretty limited. How are you, you and Jackie? Yeah, we, we decorate. Uh, you know, I'll have to send you a, a picture, a video. So we put up a, a tree, 
you know, I had this one tree last year that my parents were very generous to let me take to college, or I guess I wasn't in college, in my apartment when I lived by myself in Iowa City. And it was really rickety, you know, it had like a broken frame. So I had to lean it against the wall. It didn't stand on its own. So, you know, Jackie kind of put her foot down and she's like, if we're going to put a tree up, we need to just get like a fake tree, you know, that stands and it stands tall and beautiful. And so I was like, all right, you know, whatever. My family has always done, I guess, side tangent. Uh, Does your family, did you do fake trees or real trees growing up? We did real trees growing up. Now, Now we do fake, but. Now you do fake. When did that? When did that switch? When you and your brother moved out? Yeah, I mean, no, maybe when I went to college. We just we always went the day after Thanksgiving, I think, and then or the day before Thanksgiving, one one or the other, um, and then just like it just made too much to do. So yeah, maybe no. Honestly, I think it was high school when sports started getting busier. Yeah, because we always did we always did the real tree too. I think my parents still do a real tree. Um, and I always love the real tree experience, you know, just like it smells nice, it looks nice, yeah, it's fun. But like getting it from the tree lot or cutting it down and getting it to your house is such a pain in the ass. Like sucks. Yeah. So that's something that I never thought about because when I was young, my dad would just do it all. You know, my mom would like pick it out, my dad would like cut it down or carry it. And then like last year, Jackie and I went with my mom and my sister, and I was like, wow this sucks like i don't know why you guys do this every year because like it's a pain in the ass like my mom's indecisive like she can't even pick what kind of soda she wants at a restaurant you think she can pick like what tree is going to go in our living room for a whole month like that took forever and then like we didn't luckily didn't have to chop them down we just got one from like one of those lots that like it already is sitting there but and if you go to like a christmas tree lot and then like you don't buy a tree after like someone's helping you around like that's super awkward so we did that we went to like this my mom wanted to go to like some charity place because she like likes you know doing nice things for people so we go to like yeah. this charity tree lot and all the trees were so shitty and i was like mom we cannot get one of these trees and she was just like getting helped by this one guy and this this old dude was like so excited to have someone there because we we're the only ones like on the lot I was like, mom, we cannot get one of these trees. And she was like, so devastated that I like forced her to leave that place. So, oh, that's cringe. I would feel so uncomfortable. Yeah. So that that's something that I definitely overlooked. And also the amount of work that goes into like decorating the tree. So maybe you and Sophia have it all figured out with going with a mini tree. Cause like, it doesn't take as long to decorate. Cause this one took a while to decorate. We we definitely want to decorate more. I mean, we're, we're just both gone for about 10 days. So it's like a, it's kind of like we miss a lot, like the you know the main period, um, but I think we're hoping to get a condo next year. So I think once we're like more in like a more permanent place, we'll we'll stock up on the the decorations. We just yeah. don't have the storage right now. Yeah, and you don't really want to move that shit around. Like once no. you have it, like you want to like you said, wait till you have something more permanent where you can like just keep it there. Because once you're like moving, you already have enough crap itself. Like and then to add on like holiday decorations is like absurd. Right. Yeah, so we yeah we don't even just have the space for it. So, and I have a, a, hopefully next year here at my apartment or at our apartment. Um, we have our neighbor across the hall. Her name is uh, Judy, and and Judy, if you listen to this podcast, somehow I'm really sorry for what I'm about to say, but she is a psycho because every single holiday she I think she has like you know you can like rent a garage at an apartment complex. Well, she has like four garages, and in every garage she has like a season worth of like decorations she'll like 
crack open the garage that hasn't been open since last December. She'll drag out these like giant Tupperware bins and they'll just be like, full of like, she loves like those inflatable outdoor things. You know, she has pumpkins for yep. Halloween. She has turkeys for Thanksgiving. She has Santa Clauses for Christmas. Like she'll just bring out the stuff and just deck out her apartment. You can tell how dedicated people are to their decor by if they decorate for Thanksgiving. Yeah. Like a lot of people do like Halloween or like a little bit for Christmas, you know, but it's like, if they have turkeys outside, <laughs> there's, you know, that they're a little crazy. Yeah. That is when you know that they are over the edge because I've never even in my life seen people decorate for Thanksgiving until Judy. So, you know, you gotta, I guess you gotta respect the game. You gotta respect the hustle of Judy. And she's, you know, she, she makes it feel a little more homey around here because yeah. you know, you, you, every single day you pull up to your parking spot, you walk outside and you look and Judy's got her, her place decked out. So, you know, that's always good to see. Props to Judy. Yeah. I think I went off on a tangent, but yeah, we have a fake tree. Uh, that that um jackie's mom bought us actually so thank you mrs thompson that was very sweet of you it's a very beautiful tree um jackie did a great job decorating and i was not very helpful i what i did craig is i sat on the couch and i pulled the ornaments out of the boxes and i handed it to her because i'm not very good at decorating so i didn't want to screw up the you know you can't have two people decorating because it just throws right. off like the the dynamics and the the symmetry of the tree and everything so you know i did the, the the right thing as a man and and passed the baton to her and let her do the work well done well done yeah sometimes, and, I mean, you sometimes have, those some, ornaments they can be fragile so like you have to handle them with care yeah sometimes you got to step up and just make that decision for the team and that that's the kind of guy i am so that's what i did um and then we also went with i've always like the last like four places i've lived i've done like the christmas lights around the edge of the room you know yeah. So we have the Christmas lights like around the perimeter of the of the living room too. So that's always a nice Man, touch. I feel bad though. I need to go get some lights. <laughs> yeah, just go get some lights. It's like not not you know, it's nothing like too heavy. It's pretty cheap. Like are are you a red light kind of guy? Are you a white light kind of guy? Or like the the gold? See that that's a good question. Light? Yeah. That's a great question. If it was up to me, I'd go with multicolored as my S tier lights. Okay, I love multicolored. Like what? What? What are we talking? Like rainbow? Are we talking like red and green, or what? What color? Yeah, we're talking like every color, multicolored. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, not what so I expected. That, that, that's my first choice is multicolor, but but those were not the vibes that Jackie was willing to go with this this uh, Christmas. She said we were going to compromise because I wanted to go, you know, Christmas lights around the perimeter. That was like my end of the deal, and her end of the deal was okay. Then I get to pick the colors. So we went with like a. It's a multicolored, like red, white, and green. So I usually like to sprinkle in of some blues in there and things like that. You can tell, like, I love blue. Blue is my favorite color. Um, so last year I had just a strip of just blues until the blues ran out. And then I had a strip of greens. And then I had a strip of, I think, reds. I forget what the other color was. So Nothing it like looked. A blue, green, and red Christmas. Yeah. I mean, it definitely didn't look as tasteful by by any means but you know what it, it, it lit up the room with christmas joy interesting i did not think you would want a bunch of random colors <laughs> yeah well normally no like i said i like the multicolored lights where it's like intertwined as one multicolored thing let me see if i can pull up a picture here because i don't think you're really grasping what i'm trying to trying to put no i, I know I'm, I'm grasping it just shocks me i just i thought you would be a simple white or like a simple green 
Yeah, I mean, but I guess I'm, I'm you, you continue to surprise me, David. My second choice right behind multicolor would be all blue. And then behind all blue, like it almost gives like an icicle vibe, you know? And then behind okay. all blue, I go all white. I think red's a little creepy. Red kind of creeps me out a little bit, you know? You got to have some other lights mixed in there. Otherwise, just all reds looks like a horror film. Well, it's, that's why I like Die Hard. Red yeah. light's my favorite, my favorite lights, yeah. I think that's kind of what you're leaning towards. Yeah, that, that gives me more of a Judy department during October feel rather than, you know, our apartment during Christmas time. So I like to put the red lights to the side and, uh, and, and opt into another light. Um, okay. But something that, that really cheered me up is uh, when we first moved in, I have these like smart plugs and they, uh, you know, you plug them in, you plug in like a lamp to it. And then it's like yeah. Alexa knows what you're trying to say. Like you say, Alexa, turn off the lamp or whatever. Yeah. And when we moved in, it, they were not connecting to my Wi-Fi. Like no matter what I tried, nothing was working. So I put them away in the box. I put them away. And then when we brought out all this Christmas stuff. Um, I brought the smart plugs out and I said, you know what? I think the power of the Christmas spirit is going to help these plugs work. Mm. And sure enough, I plugged them into the wall. I reconnected them. They worked. So I have like the tree plugged into the smart plug. I have like our lamp that's plugged in the smart plug. I have the lights on the wall plugged in the smart plug. So now just the vibes are immaculate in our living room. Yeah. I mean, that's going to suck in February when the Christmas spirits run out and the lights are going to stop working. No, that doesn't happen. Uh, I think... You know, those those cheap Christmas lights, they last a lot longer than you might think. But you know what did happen to me the other day? I don't think Jackie will listen to this before she comes back from Vegas, so I'll just tell it anyways. My little surprise was we, we like, half-assed the lights and, like, we didn't finish yet because uh, we ran out of, of length. It said there were, like, 50 feet worth of lights, and there's no way. We, like, measured it out and made it, like, halfway through our living room. So we had to go to the store and buy new lights to, like, finish the streak. And... Yeah. We never got around to it. We just like put them off to the side and I was like, oh, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. Well, when she went to Vegas, I was bored and I was like, I'm just going to finish these lights. It's much harder to do with one person, by the way. Uh, it took me like twice as long as it would have taken if I just took her help. Yeah, um, but so I was climbing up on this like tall kitchen chair that we have and like moving it like every two feet, stabbing a little nail into the wall. I, I have to hammer the nail in because like the thumbtacks won't go into the wall. So that's a pain in the ass. Um, I dropped the hammer on my foot once. Uh, I forgot where I was going with this. Oh yeah. So I get to like almost the end. I'm, I'm doing all these lights without plugging them in. Right. So I have the first strip that's plugged into the smart plug, but the smart plugs off. So all the lights are off. Then I'm like connecting. I connect the other ones to that one. I'm going all the way around the wall. I get to like the very end of the strip and there's a bulb missing. Oh, and you know, no. with, have you ever had with Christmas lights when a bulb is missing, the whole strip stops working? Yeah, because there's two different kinds of the of the electric strips. Some of them yes. work, some of them don't. Yeah, so I let out a few expletives, and I walked over to the to the power strip, and I asked Alexa very nicely to turn the wall lights on, and they all lit up, and it was just another Christmas miracle. Wow, that, that's your that, you could say that that's your bright bulb of the week. That was definitely my bright bulbs of the week for sure. Yeah. Wow, truly, truly, the Christmas spirit at work, and Jackie's yeah. gonna be thrilled. Yeah, I think she's going to be thrilled. I'm looking forward to seeing her face when she walks in and seeing this, the strip finally completed. Do you uh, do you have your Christmas gifts purchased already? No, that's a good question, and and uh, we have a lot of work left to do. So I almost went uh, today to the outlets to after work to you know finish up my shopping, but I decided when I got home that 
it just wasn't the time. You know, I wasn't in the Christmas spirit. I knew I would have just spending money out of spite. And I want to spend money out of love, not out of spite, Craig. So I decided to postpone that trip to, to the outlets, to the stores, to to finish my Christmas shopping. But what about you? This is, I am normally a uh, grade A procrastinator. Like I, it's like December 22nd and I haven't gotten anything, but this year I think I have like 95% of my gifts already. So nice. Um, I'm, I'm feeling good about myself. Yeah. It's yeah. nice. Yeah. Like, do do yourself a favor. Pat yourself on the back, right? You've done a yeah. good job this holiday season. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm a grade A procrastinator too. I think I always love to push it off. I don't really know why I like to do that because it just makes the, the holiday times more stressful for sure. Um, and is there really a better feeling than like when you finish all that shopping and you're just like, let's go. Like you finish your shopping, you got a gift for everybody you need, and then you finish wrapping it too. And like, it's all like sitting there like wrapped. It's such a good feeling. I hate wrapping. I hate wrapping too. No, I'm talking after the wrapping is done. Yeah. Craig. I'm not doing that until December 22nd or 23rd. So one of, one of uh, my coworkers told me, cause I was bitching about wrapping and she was like, if you take all your presents to my house and bring wrapping paper, I will wrap them for you. And I don't know whether I should take her up on that or not, because that's a great offer. Yeah, for sure. And she also said like, cause I was like, oh, well, I would feel terrible. Like having you do all that work. And, and then she was like, well, if you feel terrible for doing it, like having me do it, there's stores that offer to do it too. So you can bring them to the store and then the stores wrap them for you. That I would feel less, less terrible about. I feel like that's an expensive thing. Yeah, it sounds kind of expensive. I'd um, rather just do it myself at that point and have it look yeah. ugly. But yeah, I'm a terrible rapper. And another problem that you know, one of the one of the very few uh, arguments that Jackie and I do have is between uh, and regarding Christmas wrapping paper. So you know, I'm a type of guy that wants to go to the dollar store and get a couple rolls of wrapping paper and wrap things up. I'm a huge gift bag guy. You know, put in a gift bag, stuff some tissue paper in there. And uh, call it a day, but she's a big like, oh, I want to go to Target and buy like these tasteful wrapping papers. And not only does it have to be tasteful, but like the multi- the multiple rolls that we buy have to like synchronize together to be like a good combination, you know, of wrapping paper. And that, that to me is never something that I'll be able to grasp because you just give the present to someone and they rip the wrapping paper away and like open up the present. Like no one cares about what it looks like except for her, I think. One hundred percent. I guess the only the only counter I would say, and again, like I'm, I feel like I'm in a, not a, a non normal living situation where like we don't have a big tree, we don't put gifts under the tree. But if you're leaving gifts under the tree for like a month, it does look nice when they are when they look pretty. Yeah, it looks nice. But are you like taking Instagram photos and put like posting it or you know? I'm taking... not, but people do. Yeah. Well, we're we're certainly not, so I don't really know what the big the big fuss is about. <laughs> so so. I'm, I'm with you then. But <laughs> yeah, if she was like but, a Christmas influencer, I could I could see the point. Yeah. So you know, as long as uh, the money for those wrapping papers comes out of her checking account, then we can we can agree to disagree on that one. So, <laughs> uh, but we're both bad at wrapping. Is Sophia good at wrapping? No, I don't know. Actually. She uh, she's got little likes, hands, kind of like an elf. I would think she should. She's have. not very ambidextrous. She's not very like dexterous, <laughs> but she cares how things look. So I, I, I feel like she's maybe in the middle. So maybe she's good, but she takes longer than the typical person would yeah. to get it looking yeah. nice. Yeah, that's well, kind of like, how I, Jackie I don't care is what too. It looks like so it's like I'm just yeah, just put it together. I use a lot of yeah. tape and yeah, as long as everything's covered up, you know, that's all that really matters. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um. 
All right. What else you want to talk about? What are your favorite Christmas traditions? Like either something you do now every year or something that you used to do as a kid. Yeah. My family is one big tradition. I guess. Yeah. One big tradition where um, it's a Danish thing where someone makes rice pudding, which have you had rice pudding before? No. Pretty fire. And um, I mean, it's very different, but it's, it's really good when made, when made well. Um, And everyone gets a bowl and there's one nut in like, you just take a, putting off of like a platter and whoever gets the nut gets a big prize and then they win. Um, so like, and, and like, if you have the nut, you like try and hide it. So like, you don't want to give away that you have the nut. So that's kind of a fun, like dessert that we do. How yeah, you? That's fun. That's like, yeah. uh, some people, some people put like the pickle on the tree, you know, the pickle ornament or something. Yeah. And you got to try to find the pickle. So that's kind of similar to that. I would say, um, I think my favorite Christmas tradition of all time with my family is the Christmas breakfast. So every year, you know, we would do like this huge Christmas breakfast where we would have like, it's like this big like cinnamon roll, cinnamon melt type thing. I don't, I think they're called like sticky buns. Have you ever had those? Is that a yes, thing? Like, yeah, those are fire. Yeah. yeah. So it'd be like a big sticky bun and then there'd be like hash browns, you know, scrambled eggs, toast you know, muffins, like all kinds of stuff. So yeah. that was always like my favorite thing every single Christmas. So hopefully that's a tradition that can just stay alive and, and I'll pass on to my kids too. Yeah, that's fun. Especially like a decked out breakfast is tough to beat, especially when everyone's like happy. You know, when you wake up happy, you're like, oh, I got this fire breakfast. It's everyone's in a good mood, which is not always the case in like a morning. Yeah, true. And and pretty much everyone's in a good mood except for my dad, who's like the one making the breakfast. You know, he's like... Yeah. You could see he's sweating it out in the kitchen. He's like, he has to like get up in the middle of the gift openings to like start the breakfast and things like that. So, yeah, you know, th- those are the the unsung heroes of the Christmas season for sure. Yep. Shout out Tom. Shout out Tom. Yeah. He makes a mean sticky bun. I'll have to have some of Tom's sticky buns coming in <laughs> yeah. the future. <laughs> yeah. Some, someday, someday you'll have to come visit for Christmas, but those are always good. Uh, good memories. Uh, did you, did you guys uh, used to like film things when you were little like do you have any home videos at your christmases that's a good question I, a little bit but we haven't like dug them up you know recently so um i, I don't have a good answer for you is, is that something you do we used to yeah we used to like have like all the cam the camcorders were always out recording and you know that's not something it's kind of interesting because like when you're a kid you never remember like the the camera like being out on you or something but then like you grow right. up and you like watch all the videos you're like damn i don't remember like being recorded at all but you know yeah. there's always the good videos of like opening presents and you and then you see like a gift that you got that like you, your brain totally forgot about but then you like see the present and you're even as like a 20 something year old kid you're like damn that, that was like an awesome gift you know like you remember was, like yeah. playing with that like as as a child and there's a couple of videos of me, you know, storming off because you know my brother got something that I wanted, or you know, I don't know what it might have been, but those are always funny videos too. But is there that that's kind of a good uh good segue into this question? Is there anything worse on the planet than like watching other people's home videos? Oof. I don't know. I, uh, yeah, because it's the kind of thing where like if it's your family, you love it. And- it's just not funny if it's not your family. Like, yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's like shitty quality. I know. I was just thinking like while we were talking, I was like, wow, when I go home for Christmas, like I'm going to dig up some of those videos and maybe watch them. And then I was like, 
I actually don't want to put Jackie through that. Like, that sounds terrible. Like, maybe after she falls asleep or something, but, like, to have her sit down and watch and just, like, pretend to, like, enjoy it would be something really rude for me to do, I think. Um, Okay, I I feel like I could talk about Christmas all day, but, you know, we got to get going with the episode and you got to get going with your night. So why don't we uh, wrap up and and do uh, the top three today with the top three Christmas movies. So, you know, I I imagine we might have a little bit of overlap here, so we'll we'll try to come up with enough movies to to come up with six total. So, Craig, with uh, obviously your number one is Die Hard, but uh, what is your number three pick of, of favorite Christmas movies? I have a prediction first. I don't think we're going to have any overlap. Okay. Okay. I'm number three, coming at number three for me is Little Drummer Boy. Little Drummer Boy? Yeah. Making the top three? Yes. Which one? The claymation version? Well, claymation. I'm a big claymation Christmas guy. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's a mean song, but but man, I can't believe you wanted the claymation Little Drummer Boy for the number three. Yeah, I don't know why I loved it, but that was just my favorite thing. Then that's kind of a nostalgia one, but like when I was like 10 years old, I loved that movie. Let me ask you this. Are there any more claymation movies in your top three? Yes. <laughs> I will say the, the claymation series, the, the claymation series were some solid movies for sure. Like those, those will get you hooked. And those are ones that you can always, you know, put into the VHS machine and, uh, and watch them over and over. Are they even yeah, readily, are they even readily accessible beyond uh, like on TV or any streaming services now? I don't on streaming services. We just have the DVDs that we just watch over and over. So, all right, yeah, don't ever lose those because I don't know if they ever make them anymore. So, <laughs> you have to go to like a thrift store or something. I one one other movie from my list is from the nineteen seventies. So, uh, okay, I, I hope you don't have. I hope you don't have one of mine. I don't know the year that mine's from, but I think it's it's pretty old. Um, I'm gonna go with my three, my number three choice here uh, with Fred Claus. You know, I don't know if you've seen it. I'm a big Vince Vaughn guy, so it's got Vince Vaughn. Uh, the the basis of the story is uh, he's uh, Santa's brother, so you know he's always had like the short end of the stick. Yeah. You know, Santa's always got the all the highlights. You know, he's a great guy. You know, all this stuff. Everybody loves him, and nobody loves Fred. You know, everybody hates Fred. Fred's a dick, and uh, so so it's a great movie. You know, I love Vince Vaughn. I think he's hilarious, and you know, it, it puts you in the Christmas spirit for sure, and always gives you a good laugh. I have not watched that, but I like Vince Vaughn, and that's how, that sounds funny. Put it on your list. I think you would enjoy it. I will. Right, I, I, t- my biggest takeaway from this episode is I like 15 Christmas movies to watch and 20 Christmas cartoons. Yeah, and you have 20 days to do it, so hurry up. Yeah. All right. What's uh, your number two? Number two is my other claymation movie. Uh, Santa Claus is Coming to Town, 1970s version. <laughs> okay, which one is that about? I don't remember. Um, That's like the... I don't know. There's like the evil snowman, like snow uh, guy. Okay. That's what I was wondering. There's, there's like the right foot in front of the other song. Okay, yeah. I didn't remember if that was the one with the evil guy or not. Yeah, yeah. You, you evil snow guy that like turns out to be a nice guy, kind of in the end, I think. Okay. Well, I, I'm glad you specified the 1970s version as well. Yeah. Because um, there's a lot of those. Okay, I don't think we have overlap then. And my dad's probably gonna be pissed because. I was assuming that this was probably from the 70s, but my number two, I'll go with uh, Christmas Vacation. So National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Great movie. You know, it was really tough. I was really thinking about putting it as my number one because always a great laugh. You know, you you put it on TV and always will will produce on on Christmas time. So great movie. Yep. Yeah, I I agree. I actually have seen that one. That was my number four. So. Okay. Almost made the cut. 
But the claymation's yeah. just nudging out at the end. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Something about those musical claymations. Yeah. But number one for me is not claymation. It is a badass Christmas movie. It is Die Hard, the best Christmas movie out there. Okay, is that your actual number one, or is that just because I said it was your number no, one? No, uh, yeah, you can. Damn, there it that. is. Written evidence. Die Hard, number one. Wow. I'm sorry I was shitting on Die Hard earlier then. I didn't realize you loved it that much. Yeah, uh, it's, it's okay. I've, I've, I have Christmas spirit to bring me back up. Thanks. You're, you're in the forgiving mood? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Good, good. Well, oh, this is crazy, actually, that we didn't have any overlap. I'm actually really shocked. Um, but I didn't know you'd go two out of the three with uh, claymations <laughs> and then number one being an action murder movie. Um, so my number one clear-cut favorite of all time, Elf. Oh, that's a good one. Okay. Yeah. All I'm time surprised that a Christmas, Christmas story movie. didn't make your list. A Christmas story with the guy that the kid that shoots his eye out or something? Yeah. yeah. I hate that movie. I hate that little punk kid. Really? Okay. Yeah. He's yeah. such a little whiny kid, you know. I don't know. And then it is a great scene when they get the uh kid puts his tongue on the pole and then it's it freezes yeah. to the pole. That's always a classic scene, yeah. yeah. But yeah. gotta go elf. You know, I love Will Ferrell. It was Will Ferrell's like prime, I would say. You know, he was in his prime. Yeah. He was cooking like prime Kobe Bryant with his movies that he was putting out, kicking and screaming, you know, Elf. It's something that you can put in every single Christmas season, and it just always slaps. For sure. And we were the right age for that, too, where we were like, what, like elementary school, middle school? We're like, it was just hilarious. It was appropriate yeah. for us. So, like, no, that, that's a good one. Yeah. It, it really transitioned from, like, one of the funniest movies I've ever seen to just, like, pure nostalgia now. It's like, yeah, I'm not watching that being like, this is slap knee comedy, like – you know, yeah. laugh until your your stomach hurts kind of comedy. But, like, I laugh just because of the pure, like, I remember laughing at it when I was young, you know? So. Yeah. No, that, that's a good one. That's a good one. Great movie, great actors, just just an all-time classic. So thanks for playing, Craig. You know, it was, this was fun. It was good to see uh, a peek into your interests and, and see how much you love claymations. Yeah, this, this was fun. I'm, uh, I think this is the most jolly I've ever seen you, so... <laughs> That was that was that was a good time. Would, would you say I, I would say that I get jollier as the episodes go along? Would you agree? Oh, for sure. Yeah. You, I mean, like today, I know you took a nap before, so you're still kind of groggy waking up, um, and then you kind of talk your way into a good time. Yeah, it, it took me some time to get warmed up, you know, but sometimes it just takes a little talking to talking to Craig Nielsen about the Christmas spirit that just gets my bones warm. Or or, or in reverse, sometimes you uh, once you like vent about your grinds my gears, then you get in a better mood. Yeah, I don't even think we had it. Did we talk about grinds my gears? We didn't. But uh, we, so we are going to do one more episode before before New Year's, right? To get to twenty. Yeah, that's what you promised the listeners. So I guess I'll have to show up. Sounds good. Let's do it. We'll figure it out. Hey, before we go, my grinds my gears for this episode are the people who, that work for Salvation Army that shake the little bells <laughs> by the things because they got to have more enthusiasm. Maybe start singing some Christmas songs. Maybe put a smile on your face. Make people want to stuff some money into that little red bucket, all right? <laughs> Hot takes from David and the And I'm pretty sure it's it's probably like a tax write-off for Salvation Army, so <laughs> kind of like Panda I mean, Express. I think they're non-profit. I don't think you, non-profits pay taxes. I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> I don't know the logistics. We'll have to touch base with my mom who runs a nonprofit and we'll get back to you for episode 20. Okay. Perfect. All right. Well, thank you for listening, everybody. This has been episode 19. Craig, thanks for showing up. It was a lot of fun. Good catching up as always. And uh, if I don't talk to you before then, Merry Christmas to you and all Merry our Christmas. listeners. Happy holidays. Peace out. Yep. All right. See you, buddy. See ya.